Welcome to This Osteopathic Life. This is Dr. Amelia Beeky. I'm honored to share with you the philosophy that has underscored my personal and professional life and explore how osteopathy truly is for the health of all things. I see these principles in action every day in my varied roles as physician, parent, athlete, writer, musician, coach, and entrepreneur, and hope they will light the way for the path to your best health. Please note that while I am a physician, this podcast is intended to share general information and encourage discussion about medicine, health, and related subjects. The content provided in this podcast and in any linked materials is not intended and should not be construed as medical advice. Thank you for joining me for episode 24 of season two of This Osteopathic Life. Today, we'll talk about purpose. And purpose can have a lot of underlying meaning. Purpose can sometimes have a lot of pressure involved. Purpose is often intertwined with passion. Purpose is something we might think that we have to find. We're going to explore today some definitions of the word and some concepts around how we position ourselves for purpose, how we listen for what purpose can be, and what it can mean to us to stand authentically in what we find to be our true purpose. We've already entered that space where the word begins to sound strange for saying it so many times. But bear with me, let's explore it together and see what comes up. If you've been joining me on Facebook Lives this past week, you'll know that we've talked through power. It was the power series. And we looked at power in thought, power in feelings, power in action, power in results, and power of purpose. And coming to that final space is what led to this episode in the expansion here. One proposed definition for purpose is the object toward which one strives or for which something exists, an aim or goal. And interestingly, even in this very first definition, there are really two angles, two directions with which we can approach our engagement with purpose. So is purpose that which toward you strive? Is purpose that for which you exist? Is it an aim or a goal? And thinking about moving toward purpose, seeking it externally, how does that feel? There's nothing wrong with that per se. If there is a particular task, if there is a mission, if there is something that you see is so important and you seek to make it your purpose to serve that? How does that show up in your life? Noticing that that may help shape what it is that you do, how you present yourselves, 
how you educate yourself, how you structure your life in order to move toward that specific goal. And we think about in osteopathic medicine, the interrelationship of structure and function. And that means it goes in both directions. And so if you have this purpose, this function that you are seeking, you then kind of reverse engineer the framework in your life, the structure in your life to move you toward that. And that's an option. That's a way you can go about it in order to make possible that which it is you seek. One thing to think about when we are moving toward this external concept, this goal, this purpose we have identified, highlighted, outlined, created for ourselves, is to listen for what you are making that mean. And so if you think that the purpose gives you worth, that once you get there and you are standing fully in your purpose, you will be complete and whole. I'd like you to take a moment, take one step back and consider if it's possible for you to be 100% whole and worthy and valuable as you are right now, right this moment, and seek to create the structure to move you toward that purpose. And how that might feel different than having this target, this endpoint, this external goal of purpose, and wanting to get there, thinking that once you do, you will have arrived at worthiness. Both are possible, but noticing when it's an and and not an only, your arrival there is something you are choosing, seeking, working toward as part of your process, as a place you can arrive in your worthiness, not to achieve it, how different that might feel. We can also see that it's something for which something else exists. And consider this version. What if who and how you are, all of your skills and life experiences have been poured into you, are part of you, are within that 100% worthiness and value for a specific purpose. How might that feel? And if we think about the structure and function, what if all that structure in your life, in your knowing, in your experience, in your values, in your willingness, in your possibility, is designed for a specific purpose. And perhaps you are already living it. Perhaps you're already in it. Perhaps as you allow all of that to synergize and be present fully, you see what it is you have been designed or how you have been designing yourself 
to do. Sometimes we can feel like we're putting together all these different parts of our lives and experiences, and they may seem disparate. They may not be clearly leading us toward a specific goal. But as you're moving through them, as you're gaining them, as you're putting these layers together in your life, again, on top of your worthiness, not weaving together your worthiness or value, you may realize one day exactly who it is you've been becoming, exactly who it is you are and always have been, and simply notice how that lines up with precisely what it is you are meant to be doing. All that structure has predicted your function. And are you willing to listen? How does it feel when a space opens up, when a position presents itself, when a mission arrives and you realize, I'm exactly the person for this task? This is exactly what I've been working toward. Even when you didn't know precisely that external purpose when you began. How does it feel to trust what it is that you love doing? That you are willing to work hard to figure out? That may come easily to you, but not so for others. And that lines up with an external need in the world, an external mission in the world, an external possibility in the world. Notice that resonance in your life. As I did some exploration of various articles, Psychology Today comes up, Mindful comes up, Mark Manson comes up, and if you've read his books, you'll know that he takes a different flavor into his exploration. And there are many different ways to think about finding your purpose. But I wonder if it's something we have to find. Do we have to go on that external journey to find it? I wonder how it might feel to listen for your purpose, to realize it, to recognize it, to allow it, to welcome it, to be willing to hear when it calls to you. And you can take either of those directions. You can have this external goal toward which you're working and structure your life accordingly. You can notice all that you've done already in building your life and see where that lines up. You can step back and take a panoramic view of the world around you, the world in which you live, the world to which you are connected, and notice what is it that you would like to contribute to? What is it that you would like to change? What is it that you would like to highlight and emphasize that is already working well? 
What is it that you see that in talking to others, they don't see in quite the same way? And they're intrigued when you offer your perspective, your opinion, your sense of possibility in a situation. And when you do that, where do you notice that you line up already so perfectly? This need exists. This element of life could benefit from change. This is going well and could be emphasized. And I am exactly the person because of all my life experiences, my skills, my willingness to work in this arena, I am exactly the right person to step into this fully. And how that might feel if we begin to expand from where we are because of who we are into these spaces of need or perhaps better framed possibility, opportunity. And what does it feel like to fill up that space? Imagine, if you will, how water will shift. And if it's in a container, if it's in a riverbed and it can move around all the rocks, it will spread out and fill up all those possible spaces. And how can you expand to fill up all that possible space with everything that you are? And how does it feel to be purposeful in that way? Imagine if we take that first version and there's this external shift you seek in the world around you or there's something that's going well and you'd like to support it. Notice what you do already have to offer. Notice if there's a new problem to be solved or a solution to be found. If you're willing to do the work to figure that out. If you're willing to collaborate. If you're willing to ask questions differently. If you're willing to step out into the unknown and begin to imagine the possibilities there. And if you are, even when it's uncomfortable, because we know new can be uncomfortable and our brain will protect us from new in many ways. But if you are willing to step into that despite or even because of the discomfort knowing that it means you're moving towards something meaningful, something that hasn't been done, and that you're willing to be the person who does it for the first time, or be part of the group that's moving in that direction. Notice how that can feel and direct you toward your purpose. Notice when you are willing to sit in some discomfort and we can think of that as growing pains. We can think of that as the soreness that comes when we're building strength. We've talked many times about resistance training in the past. And knowing that when we are practicing a new movement, when we are lifting something heavy, it will cause us some soreness. And we will need to build in recovery and also know that coming back is really where the gains are made. 
It is not something that happens once, and we suddenly have newfound permanent strength. But it's something we come back to over and over and over again. And each time, we might be a little less awkward. We might have a little more foundational strength to step into that which is important to us. Thinking about the idea and purpose of being intentional. So when we think of on purpose, it's something that we do because we seek to, we wish to, we are actively engaging in it. And when we think of those two scenarios initially, it might seem like in the one where you simply continue to build who you are and then match it up with a need or see how that presents the purpose. But that may be more accidental or happenstance or by chance. And it's okay to consider it that way. But we can also look at all those pieces we were building that we were doing mindfully, that we were doing thoughtfully, that we were doing wholeheartedly as we built and acquired those skills. Maybe they were aimed in a different direction to start. And for me, the movement toward physicianship and that career was to take care of patients, bring health to patients, and that remains true. But I also see that those skills developed in moving myself toward life as a physician, specifically as an osteopathic physician, specifically as an osteopathic physician focused on the health of all things. Those skills that initially brought me toward the trajectory of caring for patients in a one-on-one setting also lent themselves to teaching others to be physicians and care for patients. And as they expand, they lead me toward supporting the health of all things in systems and towards being a physician coach, bringing that perspective and new tools towards supporting other physicians who are already in practice in supporting their own health and even further expanding toward leading programs into institutional arenas so that medical schools and residencies and healthcare systems and medical organizations can be supported in health. And all of that came from the purposeful, intentional path of becoming a physician and also through the expansion from that space to notice that the full purpose right now, and it may continue to expand, is for me to support the health of all things on a broader scale. And this expansion doesn't have to leave anything behind. It can be an expansion through, it can still involve patient care and education of those trained to be physicians and support of fellow colleagues and nurturing of health and systems. And I can see very clearly now that I was always building toward this, this purpose of 
marrying my vision for social justice and systemic reform and individual health and institutional nurturing of culture that supports health. It was always moving along this path. And it was all very intentional, even though if you had asked me 15 years ago if this is exactly what I would be doing, I wouldn't have known that. I didn't know that then. But I can see now that 15 years ago, this was always the direction in which I was pointed. And so think about how intention and even the smallest, seemingly unrelated tasks in our lives are actually building us toward purpose, how they are life on purpose and can serve as those layers, as those stepping stones, as those places along the way of our expansion into our full and ultimate purpose. Thinking about a need When you have a need for something and how something can serve a purpose for you, a need can be a challenging word. It can be associated with desperation, greed. It can be associated with basic survival, right? What are our core human needs for survival or for thriving? Notice the opportunity to step into need from a more expansive place. Whether you are filling a need that exists, whether you are learning to understand and express more clearly needs that you have, and how you can shift that perspective, not from a place of incompletion, or again, that determination of your worth, not by feeling needy, not through any judgment of others for having a need, but simply from the fact that there are spaces and places and ways in which we rely on other things And certainly we can rely on ourselves to fulfill many of our needs. We may rely on relationships for connection. We may look at basic human needs, sleep and shelter and sustenance. What is our nourishment? What is our human connection? And notice that purpose can come from fulfillment of those needs and to do so it requires us to speak them requires us to have awareness of them and we can't have awareness of them if they're not made known and so how are you communicating your own needs how are you listening for the needs in the world how are you supporting others in voicing clearly their needs from a safe space 
and how are you making possible your purpose in a greater way through that awareness, through that intentional speaking of need. Noticing that in purpose, the feeling that there's a reason for you doing what you are doing. And in that kind of chicken or egg scenario, if that's necessary for you to do it, is it possible to do something without a clear external reason? Do you think that you will show up differently if there is a reason for doing what you are doing? If there is that clear identified need? Many times we will show up differently when we're supporting someone else besides us because we think that needy or our own needs might be selfish. And if there's this reason, if there's this greater purpose, right, that we would do those things differently, we'd be willing to work hard, we'd be willing to fight for something, we'd be willing to show up at those difficult times. And that is okay. It is okay to have external motivators. It is also okay to notice that you can show up fully for yourself and in so doing demonstrating that dedication to purpose is reflecting to others the possibility for them to show up fully themselves for themselves and imagine for a moment if we all showed up for ourselves first if we showed up as ourselves first, if we showed up owning our own strengths, gifts, talents, the ones we may have inherently realized, the ones we may have worked really hard to develop, to hone, I won't say perfect because that's a whole nother episode in itself, but imagine what the world would look like if we allowed ourselves and welcomed each other to stand fully in our strengths, to expand fully in our wholeness, to extend ourselves through that view of true value. And whether we are moving toward a purpose, realizing it, noticing that all of what we are serves a specific need. Imagine the synergy possible in that space. Imagine that reflection, how brilliant, how bright the light would be of everyone standing in their greatest capacity, of everyone aligning themselves to the purpose they see to the purpose they seek, to that which they need, and honoring others and stating clearly their own. And imagine the power generated in that space. When I envision it, I see it as a circle. 
and maybe a circle that turns into a spiral so that we can still see one another. Because if it's entirely a circle, it would be enormous. But imagine the spiral, and we all stand together. And it means we're facing some, and others, we see their back. But just imagine the strength of that line turned in and around and beyond itself. And notice the energy generated there. Notice how it feels to stand next to someone fully themselves. To face someone fully him or herself. To be encompassed by this collective of individuals standing strong in their capacity, standing clear in their worthiness, standing full in their wholeness, speaking unapologetically their need, hearing without reservation yours, owning their greatest potential and possibility, and expanding into their purpose and how that might feel, what that might mean, how that might serve to be the change we seek in the world when we recognize that we are the change, we are the health, we are the purpose. We are the possibility. Fully ourselves as individuals. Fully the collective standing together. Fully an expression of that which we have always been. And that which we have grown and developed and stepped through and are willing to keep showing up as for the greater purpose. For me, it continues as being for the health of all things and being open and aware to all that has contributed to the person I am, all that I continue to work for, all that I continue to recognize, and truly all that I'm willing to expand into. And I invite you to do the same and notice there are multiple paths. There are options for directions. There's no one right purpose. It is possible to be building toward it and not know yet what it is. It is possible to have a very clear vision of what it is and expand yourself in that direction. And that if we can all encourage one another on the journey, the intention and the power of our purpose will be that much greater. I thank you for joining me here for your time, for your consideration, for your work, 
for your potential, for how you are relating structure and function for purpose. And I ask that you subscribe to the podcast, to rate and review it, to share it with your friends. And as we can continue to expand this message together, we truly can be for the health of all things. This is Dr. Amelia Beakey with This Osteopathic Life. Thank you for listening.